go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You always think the League Cup, Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. I am, of course, your host, Chris McPherson. Today's show, again, as always, brought to you by our great friends at Newey Threads. And uh, it's been a, an exciting week with the footy. Uh, plenty going on. Uh, it's certainly uh, plenty to talk about. And, and to talk about all things Newcastle Rugby League and Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League especially, I've got a, a guest host returning with us this week, uh, I understand he's hung up the boots so that uh, in the future when he does join the firefighters, his looks are preserved in case he gets a call up to a firefighter's calendar. Daniel Nielsen, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me back. i um just reading a few of your reviews lately and they've um, all the fans of the Newcastle community and rugby league community, they've wanted me back um, to try and spice up the um, episodes a bit. I think they're a bit bored of your voice of being on the committee of the referees and, the, and just the board of Newcastle. So I think the fans are finally good to have some common sense back here. Yeah, I, I don't know how common your sense is, but um, I can't disagree that mine's fairly uncommon. And mate, ever since I've taken up taken up the whistle again, certainly the Hamilton Ducks are sick of seeing me. They've seen me three weeks in a row, so they'll be happy to have a spell this weekend. How is this refereeing again? What, mate, what, mate what, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, I went back just to fill the numbers, and I'm actually getting getting right back into it. Um, it was entertaining on the weekend. Uh, as I said, I had the Ducks, less Tyler Smith and Jake Lawrence, so I was a little bit more peaceful, but... Um, also had some touchlines on the weekend and got to watch a, a defensive masterclass from uh, our man Josh Nielsen uh, out on the uh, left second row. <laughs> I haven't seen a second row a stretch a jersey like that in a long time, but uh, not bad for a bloke who used to be a winger. You probably thought he was playing touch footy. What, what I've heard. Uh, nah, mate. Even, even then, touch footy, I think you've got to get a hand to him. So anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, he won't mind me taking the mickey COVID, bit. COVID. COVID times, COVID times. Yeah, mate, he, he was he was practicing good social distancing. And very, very smart by very smart by Bluey. As I've heard. Yeah, mate, we might might get uh, straight into the footy, mate. Um, well, actually, what we'll start with is yourself. Um, I touched on in the intro there, mate. Um, you, you got a bit of a spell from footy at the moment with a focus on the uh, off the park stuff. Yeah, um, I played the first round of the year when we um, I played in reserve game. We beat uh, Desmond, um and the. Uh, First, an old South player in uh, Kingy. Um, Kingy used to play with South. He was over yep. at Cessnock, so that was good to have a, have a game against him. But, um, yeah, I've just got a few off-the-field stuff that I'm going to be dealing with and can't afford the injury at the moment. So, I know maybe I might make a return, maybe not. Might have to get the whistle back in your hand. What do you reckon? They, um, mate, you can come, you, mate I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you're welcome to come and run, run a game with me, mate. We might go to, your, yours and my fitness, we might need two referee systems. It might work well. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just go in the pocket so I don't have to. You can hold the ten, and I'll just um, go around the um, the rough. That'll be good. Yeah, no worries, mate. You can you can jump in and stop me from blowing the pee out of it. Excellent. <laughs> um, but uh, mate, we'll, we'll get into the footy, and, and we'll start with that competition that you just touched on there, the uh, Newcastle Rugby League competition. Some uh, some really good results on the weekend. Uh, fairly close in the first grade uh, games. We'd had a, a few blowouts leading into this round, but uh, mate, it, it's heating up. Um, we're certainly seeing some uh, tight results, and we'll run through those. Uh, your boys, mate, South Newcastle, they had the biggest win. And, and look, probably not an upset the result, but the, the margin that they won by over a lakeside that had been travelling pretty well, 22-6, to 6, mate, they had a, a strong win there at uh, Townsend on Sunday. 
Yeah, well, really, you, I look at the first grade ladder um, on Monday and really the comp is pretty tight. I think Maitland's the um, only team that hasn't won a game so far. Um, yep. Obviously, they're in the President's comp, comp they're, they're top side, but um, mate, besides that, you could, I don't know, like your top five, how many games are remaining? Uh, there's still, yeah, there's still a good handful, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, it, like, mate, it's that close. Like, whoever, look, I think West are coming six at the moment. But everyone's on four points. Um, Wyong's leading, but South only just got beat on the bell by Wyong last week. Really, it's, it's anyone's game at the moment. Um, so I, I think it might end up on who's got the most, like, best set um, in their reserve goals. The reserve goals might have to come up with injuries and stuff over the next few weeks. But, um, no, it's exciting time for the Newcastle Comp. Yeah, it certainly is, mate. Um, Wyong, you know, they sit atop the ladder. They're the only undefeated side now. But um, as you said, uh, you know, th- and they haven't been convincing in, in any of their wins. They haven't won by a huge margin. Uh, West and South have been impressive, though. You know, sit on six competition points, I think, or four, four competition points, sorry. But there's only four, yeah. you know, one, one win between second and sixth. And we've seen this in years gone past. So with with a draw, as you touched on rightly, that is only, you know, we're, hard, we're at the halfway point essentially this weekend. There's 11 rounds in total. It's anyone's for the for the taking, and um, it's going to be a red hot race. And there's going to be some good sides missing out on finals. And uh, those other results from the weekend that we did touch on, mate. Uh, obviously, uh, West getting a, a win over Central. Central previously undefeated, getting up twenty four to twenty, and Wyong sneaking home, which was probably a surprise for many after Maitland, as you said, sort of their, it's a, their reserve grade side for one of a, a better ter- better reference. Twenty six eighteen over. Maitland after getting a, an absolute thriller of a win the weekend before it's um, against your boys South, mate. So Cessnock had the bye, which saw them leap up to second. And there's a lot of deck chairs being moved on that ladder uh, this round. So round five shapes up as an absolute belter uh, as we head into it. Yeah, that's it. But fun. I just want to special, man. I really enjoy having Wyong back in the, um, the Newcastle comp. I really think strengthens the comp up a bit. Um, over the last or probably six or seven years, I think Wyong have been and down the central coast, but besides the drive down there, I think it's um, I think it's good for the Newcastle community having them back in the comp. It um, feel like it just strengthens the, the competition up and puts players on their toes. What do you think? Yeah, mate, I certainly like seeing them back there, and we've seen some really good players come into the competition. Uh, via Wong, one of those whose uh, birthday it is today, the day we're recording, and, and we put something up from earlier, Chris Adams, who went on to from Wyong to play a few games for the Knights. Uh, but yeah, they've certainly brought in a few and. Look, I wouldn't say it's beyond the realm of possibility that we might actually see, um, you know, maybe, I don't know whether it'll be a fully combined Newcastle and Central Coast comp next year or in the coming years, but there's a few of those sides down there, especially Wyong on the entrance, who've dominated that competition um, in in recent times. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a, a, something that's been on the on the drawing board, I think, for some time. And now with New South Wales overarching all the competitions, it may be something we see. And, look, as you said... You know, it's a bit of a drive, but so was Nelson Bay when they were in the comp and they are in the lower grades and, you know, Cessnock's not well, exactly yeah. just around the corner. So if you're only doing it, you know, I mean, you're travelling every second week and, you know, for yourself as a South player, you know, you've got Lakes, West, Central, Macquarie all within sort of, you know, 20, 25 minutes. If every fourth or fifth week, you know, three times during the year you've got to make a, an hour trip, it's not the end of the world, mate. Like there's, there's comps out in rural, rural areas where they're lucky if the nearest team's an hour away. Well, and by the time if this does happen, You'd think COVID and stuff would have passed, so maybe some bus trips and that they might make return because you don't really get many bus trips anymore these days. The only one you could really necessarily get is Cessnock, but we still don't even do that because it's usually a Sunday game for us when we go up there. 
all yeah, or if there is a Saturday game, it's just no one really organises it. So yeah, a few bus trips might be good for the um the local teams like South West and Central Lake yeah. to um head 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 down the coast and then stop at a few pubs or go to the opposition's um uh, watering hole. Yeah. yeah, well that's right. You know what I mean? So that's I think it's a great opportunity just to get a bit of culture back in the clubs in Newcastle. I feel like that might be yeah, great. Yeah, it used to be the done thing. Certainly, I remember, you know, even when I was sort of, you know, touch judging and refereeing first grade, going back, you know, the best part of a decade where they normally you normally stop in for it for, for you know one cold one and you know afterwards and you know go to the other team's presentation and get on your way. So it'd be great to bring some of that back. I mean, I know we're going down a you know, semi-professional pathway and there's a hundred ways to skin a cat too. If they do have you know a number of Central Coast teams join us, I mean, there's nothing to stop having you know a southern and northern pool and having crossover games or something. So you're not having to travel all the time. There's lots of different ways to do these things. At the end of the day, and it, and it's certainly a focus of what we'll talk about with the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League shortly. Um, if everyone's getting yeah. to play footy and the more footy that we're getting to see and play and the better the quality of that footy, that's all I'm after, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, let's have a look at this weekend's games. Oh, actually, before we do that, I'll jump onto the reserve grade really quickly with Curry um, sitting in the reserve grade comp. Uh, they're sitting mid-table. They did have a win on the weekend and I know they're playing your boys this weekend, mate. So how's that going to be? Obviously, a few boys will get a rest uh, from South with the first grade having the bye. Uh, how are they shaping up in terms of Playing Curry, it's it's third versus fourth, so it's uh, obviously should be a pretty Mate, good game. Yeah. Well, when I had, I had a run with um with round one, and we put a decent score on Cessnock. Um, like I said, like Cessnock weren't they weren't bad, but I think fitness wise, us, us boys we've um been working extra hard in this second off season. Um, and I really like like I said, I don't really know many of the boys from South Reserve this year. It's a completely new side. Like we haven't got boys like Chris Merlo. Gracie, the athletic boys, like they're all gone now. So it's a completely new bunch of boys. A few young boys in the 19s over the years have stepped up. Um, like from other clubs that come over. I think there's a couple of boys from Aberdeen or Aberdeen. They, yeah. They're having a run there. Um, uh, a hooker from Lake, uh, uh, Dill, I think his name is Dill or Brand. Uh, Dylan, Dylan Black, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, actually, he's good. So see all these young boys come in and um, all. Quite impressive them, and they're um okay. everyone's one percent efforts in that first game. So yep. look, I reckon they're yeah, pretty depth at South this year. So could be um great great opportunity from this week against Curry. Yeah, it should be interesting, mate. Again, not a huge number of, of names that are jumping out at me. I do see uh, a couple of guys that have played at a couple of Newcastle and Hunter clubs. I do notice that Mitch Cullen pulled on the boots in reserve grade for him last week at five eight. Yeah. Um, and I also note, looking through your last team list as well, you might have picked the eyes out of uh, out of your feeder club in Waratah with their president, Jackson Myers, pulling on the boots in the centres, mate. He was. He did come back. Had another game with Jacko. Um, so I think he's been here a couple of years since he wore the red V and he went over Waratah last year. But good to have Jacko back. But a few South boys over at Waratah now, isn't there? We'll probably yeah. get to it later on. Yeah, mate. Uh, there's certainly some yeah. movement between the two. And it's interesting, though, with Jacko being the president or president or secretary at Waratah still, but playing with South. So um, the joys of yeah, portability. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Mate, so I know you're going to be tipping South. And, you know, look, I'll, I'll say I'll tip Curry if Mitch Cullen plays. If he doesn't, I'll go South in a close one. Yeah, I'm definitely going South. I reckon they're going to be too good this weekend. Um, go, I'll go watch the boys at training tomorrow night. But, um, yeah, they've been training like they have been. I don't see why they can't lose. Well, they can't lose. Can't win, sorry. Can't oh, win. Jeez, I was going to say, you put the mockers on them. Jeez. Uh, There's the Tim Christie stutter going. Yeah, oh, mate, the Tim Christie stutter. Mate, Tim Christie's too busy posting things on Instagram. But anyway, we'll leave him alone. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, any, any single blokes out there, if you need any lessons, give Tim Christie a call, though, because he'll teach you how to swing well above your weight. Um, we might, <laughs> might jump onto the A-plus contracting first grade, mate, um, and the games, two on Sunday, one on Saturday. As we said, your mighty South Newcastle Lions will rest up and undoubtedly uh, in you know, a so- safe social distancing way um, after reserve grade get their job done, they'll probably go and have a few ales to enjoy their week off and uh, in small groups of 10 in licensed venues as the, as the rules require. Uh, but we've got two yeah, games absolutely. Sunday, one game Saturday, mate. Sorry, go on. No, I was just saying, absolutely. Yeah, social distancing, a few beers, it sounds good. I might even come back and say I'm playing first, go to get the bike. Mate, you might, um, you know, they might, might see a few of them sneak down to the Hamilton Ducks at four o'clock, which we'll get to later on. They're playing a late game at Learmont, so they might duck back from Curry and get the second half of that. Um, I think to a few Jakey Learmouth will be, not Jakey Learmouth, Jakey um, Lawrence will be outstanding. Yeah, beautiful, mate. Um, so, as I said, on Saturday, the first of the first grade games will be Maitland playing West. There'll be uh, no love lost there. Uh, West President's Cup coach and a number of their players are, sorry, Maitland's President's Cup coach and a number of their players are former West men from last year. Even their reserve grade coach has got his West top, or their foot, what is their first grade, but their second team. Sorry, I'm tripping myself up on their on their structure there. Um, in in Brad Hafey is you know former West as well, so there's no love lost in this one, mate. Yeah, um, look to be honest, the two clubs that are probably um, not very well liked in the Newcastle community at the moment, are they? But um, look, it might be uh, I don't know. What, do you, what who are you going for on this one? I reckon West will probably win, but um, yeah, I'm really. Not really too sure on that. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll be going west purely the fact that I know Maitland will have a couple of their players up in that Presidents Cup side, and uh, yeah, West will West will have this unmarked. Uh, Lowry will have this marked as as a you know a, a point to prove, as will a number of the West boys. I believe Jade Porter's returning to their first grade side this week from playing in their Newcastle and Hunter side. So you just yeah, again, that's the hard thing at the moment. You don't know who's going to turn up on any given week in these sides, but look, I think West will get the job done. But after seeing what Maitland did to Wyong last week and keeping it much closer. Um, it won't be the blowout that Lakes put on them um, a fortnight ago. That doesn't sound like Jade Porter returning to first grade around August, does it? He'd never do that. Yeah, no, mate. Uh, I don't. I don't think he realised they've postponed the finals a little bit yet. But don't tell him. He probably needs the extra run. Yeah, I won't tell him yet. <laughs> uh, the freak. He's a good man. Next up, mate. Another one of the freaks' former clubs, Lakes United, will host Cessnock on Sunday um, at Carl Oval, of course. Uh, this one's an interesting one. It's um, you know two sides that are, are sitting a fair way up the ladder. It's second versus fourth. Um, both sides, uh, interestingly, have had you know win, wins in uh, recent weeks and buys. Lakes only the one win, but still sit fourth, which is interesting thanks to the buy. Uh, interestingly enough, too, the top four sides are all sides that have had the buy so far. So, uh, mate, you, you'll be hoping that uh, that Cessnock probably get the win here, so Souths with the buy can leapfrog Lakes. Well, that's exactly what the point I was going to get to. But um, I, yeah, I, I think Cessnock will be the strongest side um, this weekend. Like you said, look, discussing before how how tight the comp is with teams having buyers, etc., like that. So really, you can't really tell who is like the better quality opposition at the moment. But I know, I'm thinking I'm going to go with Cessnock this week. Yeah, I'm missing the days last year where Tuesday night the teams went up onto the uh, New South Wales website for first grade. It doesn't happen anymore, so you can't really get an insight into who's playing or anything else. Um, yeah, and, exactly. even, and even when they do get published with Newcastle Rugby League, I saw last week Central's reserve grade listed one Mr. September, Brad Murray, in uh, the seven jersey for reserve grade, but he was nowhere <laughs> to be seen. So, um, yeah, it's it's you know a little bit of ducks and drakes at this stage, I think. But uh, the final game does see the uh, side that was the top of the ladder leading into last round host the side that is the top of the ladder at the moment, Central Newcastle versus Wyong. 
Mate, um, I knew they were big when I, I knew he was big, Junior Rikiko, and Witty Baker even more so. But Witty Baker, there's nothing more fearsome than seeing a man that size when he's got horizontal stripes instead of the uh, slimline West colours that they had last year. <laughs> he looked like an absolute man monster, but I don't know who it was. One of the young West boys actually put Junior on his backside last week, which is not a mean feat against a guy who's played International Rugby League last year. Yeah, who was who was the West bloke with Jim Valley? I did see that on um, the highlights. That was um, be outstanding, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, mate. It was, and I'm, I'm sure he'll keep that on his highlight reel for a long time to come. And I tell you what, uh, Junior made sure the next five or six runs he had that uh, he won those battles. Oh, there was definitely yeah, there was definitely no hiding blame there. No, exactly right, mate. This, this one I think will be an absolute cracker. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the young son of Shrek. Um, I'm just trying to think of his first name. Nick's the winger. Um, but Mark O'Mealy's other son plays up front, and young Paul Stringer's son also coming off the bench for Wyong up against the experienced front row pairing of uh, Baker and um, Rokiko. That'll be an interesting challenge. It will be an interesting game, and um, this could possibly be a game of the round in the Newcastle comp. So I'm going to go Wyong. I'm thinking maybe a penalty goal or something to separate him at the end. Um, just like a few tight games uh, uh, Wyong have had even though they're winning the comp. I think they'll just get there. Um, yeah, like a penalty goal, maybe. Yeah, right. That could, could, I think it'll be... I think you're right. It will be tight. All of Wong's games so far have been. Um, Central got right into the arm wrestle last week. And uh, again, it'll be interesting to see uh, who they can name. I've gone with Central to get the job done in terms of winning the comp this year. So I'm going to have to tip them here. Um, and a yeah. shout-out, mate, to a, a friend of the show and, and um, his brother who uh, managed to both appear in first grade. A very slimline-looking Jacob Hosking yep. and his brother Zach last week. Uh, yeah. Mate, what, what an awesome awesome experience that would be. Oh, it would have been awesome. And, um, like, Zach, um, unlucky to miss out on the 30-man squad with the NRL this year. And, um, and very unlucky to have New South Wales Cup um, postponed or cancelled for the 2020 season. But then, yeah, to have his um, brother come and both play first grade on the weekend. The mule, he would have been very proud father on the weekend, um, seeing those both boys wear blue and white. So, no good on to their Hosking family. Yeah, mate, certainly right. Although, look, I, d- I did say to um, Sam Collins, mate, Jacob Hosking, absolutely looking fit as a fiddle, but, mate, a man who used to really look like a, a traditional pub footy front rower now looks more like he should be playing out, out of the nine position, mate. He's absolutely shredded down. Yeah, how many kilos did you lost? He's looking up. I saw a photo of them standing next to each other. He was unrecognisable. Mate, he was. He looks slim. He looks young. And apparently that's what giving up the piss does for you. But, you know, I don't believe it, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I don't believe it either. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Uh, mate, it's, 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 it's the key to what amount of performance I can do. So, uh, <laughs> mate, that is the Newcastle Rugby League. We'll now get into the depths of the Newcastle and Hunter. And, look, there's been plenty of talk in the last couple of days about this. Um, we won't go too in-depth into it. Uh, there has been some regrading that has been due to some um, fielding of ineligible players uh, by West Newcastle. They've now been told that they can field those players moving forward. Um, and essentially, it's going to be um, sort of uh, a free, a free uh, portability system for them because they're now up in the A-grade competition. Fingal Bay has also been elevated up alongside them as well. So, look, they're, they're going to have some challenges, but I certainly think they'll mix it with, with a number of sides there. And they're a side that anyone that's watched the A-grade over the last few years knows you can never write them off, irrespective of what they might look like on paper. They always swing well above their weight, Fingal Bay. But did you say West Newcastle are doing the wrong thing? That doesn't sound like West Newcastle. Bloody hell. We'll blame it on Tampa. Yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, there's a few people out there that were uh, intrigued by that, and you know, some surprised, some not surprised. Yeah, mate. Um, 
Yeah, like a funny fuel. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Like, um, it is 2020. It's a, an unusual gear, and I know um, sometimes things happen. But yeah, just people whinging about the regrading stuff. Just a couple of machine, and I know we're, we're lucky to have some footy out there. Um, people doing the wrong thing and complaining all the time. That so easy just to cancel the competition and then I'll make more people unhappy. So I reckon we just forget about it and move on and play the greatest game of all, rugby league. What do you reckon? Mate, I agree. There's 15 games in the men's competition this weekend and I reckon they're all going to be 14 games. 14 games and so I reckon they're all going to be crackers. So get around your local ground. Enjoy what's there uh, on offer. We saw an absolute belter last week in the A grade. It was Probably not as clean cut as some might have liked, but it was physical and it was close uh, in the top of the table clash between Dora and Westie. And I think there's going to be plenty more of those clashes. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy it. As you say, uh, if we have too many Tavita Pangai Juniors around these parts, we might not uh, might not get any games after this. So enjoy it while it lasts. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it lasts all the way through the season. Yeah, definitely. That said, mate, um, as I touched on there, Dora Creek, West Walls End last weekend out at Les Wakeman Oval, the uh, one of the coldest places known to man uh, on a Saturday afternoon. And Dora Creek got home late to win 18-16 uh, in what I'm told was uh, not the prettiest of encounters, but uh, certainly uh, a great game. Four tries to two, so the scoreline may have flattered uh, West Walls End a little and... Uh, you know, there was all sorts of uh, names out there. A few of the Briggs brothers, Adam Swadling, uh, the Yonke brothers who are always stars out at uh, West Wall's End. And you add in, you know, the likes of Tyrone Amy and these sorts of guys, the Smiths as well at uh, Dora Creek, the Jeffrey brothers. It would have been well worth the uh, the free free admission there, mate. Yeah, definitely. I saw a few photos on the Facebook. I saw Swaddos out there as well. Um, he's starting to get a, a few few clubs. Few jerseys and he's cut down as well over the last few years, but no, that was good to see Oswato out there playing. Yeah, the Briggs boys, like you mentioned, um, yeah, mate, some, some great um, local players for from over the last five ten years, and it would have been a great opportunity for the um, the local crowd to get out there and watch some good footy. Certainly would have. In the other game that went ahead, Thornton had a comprehensive win, forty to ten, over the Glendale Gorillas. Uh, and look, you know, they're looking really strong with Hanford and Dent in the halves. Yeah, uh, pa- yeah. Paddy Robards and Dan Killen up front for them. Uh, yeah, they've certainly got some depth. And then you can call on a guy who, you know, Marcus Christensen, who was in the Hunter Wildfire squad only 15 minutes ago, it seems. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's cer- certainly a good opportunity and, and a good good squad stacked with some depth. And I, I think they'll surprise a couple of people as they already have to West Wall's end. Paddy Robards, he's captain coach, isn't he, this year, Sarah? Yeah, he is, mate. Yeah, yeah out there. That's yeah, correct. no, well, good no, good. good, good few um, first grade games over the last few years so going back and helping their own that captain coaching that's um, no, full respect for him good on him exactly mate and the, the Union North Lake game did not proceed um, so that will uh, I think that'll be classed as a fourth at the university but we'll get some clarification around that this weekend could be the other way around I think Jared Rodimer had um, a hair in his eye um, and didn't look didn't look too pretty so I think they forfeited yeah, that's what I'm saying. A forfeit against university. So, yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, yeah. Blame Jared Rodimer in his eyes. Yeah, right, mate. Uh, I'll tell you what, um, speaking of Jared Rodimer quickly, and I don't want to go too far off topic. I know he's a mate of yours. Uh, mate, his baby is the spitting image of him. It is It is scary, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It looks like he's, um, he's old boy, actually, Leslie Rodimer. That does a bit, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, crazy, it's crazy what um, happens when you have a kid that looks like you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, at least he knows it's his. That's the main thing. Uh, and, and, and on the bright side, didn't didn't pop out looking like his brother. <laughs> oh, that's 100% right. You're, uh, you're spot on. Good bloke, but not a glamorous brother. But anyway, 
This week's fixtures, mate, in the win Premiership A-grade. Uh, speaking of West Wall's end, they will host University out at Les Wakeman Oval. All games, 3 o'clock on Saturday in the A-grade. Who do you like here, mate? West Wall's end, or is your boy, the prettiest man in rugby league, going to steer them home alongside his uh, stout mate, the coach, Dwayne Sambo-Sampson? Oh, it's going to be a... That is a good game. Um, I want to go with Sambo and Rock, but I know. I think... I think Westy, they might um they might be too strong this weekend after getting beat last week. They might be out for a bit of redemption. So um, Jared Rodimus, strap those eyes up. They're not going to be pretty after this. Yeah, I, I'm hearing a rumour that they might have cleared the other Simon brother, Aaron Simon, into West Wall's end as well this week. So, uh, mate, if one, if one Simon brother's not enough, two of them will certainly, uh, mate, uh, yeah, Rots', Rots what, is kicking game will have to be red hot to keep them quiet. i tell you what... Um, even if they do get beat, you watch Dwayne Sampson, he'll have um, he'll have his game of his career, I reckon. He'll um, especially against these big boys, like Spoto and that the big boys, he'll be up for the challenge, and he, I reckon he'll um, he'll one of his outstanding games, Sambo this weekend. So yeah, I will go, I'll go Westy, but I think Sambo's going to have yeah, man the match in the losing side, I reckon. Yeah, lovely mate. I'm going to go Westy as well. Sambo will hate me, but uh, I just can't see them uh, getting done again after. Uh, two two losses in the in the opening few rounds. Uh, next up, this one's an interesting one. Glendale Gorillas, the feeder club to West traditionally, come up against West in uh, West's entry to open grade, into A grade, the open grade side. So, mate, Glendale, they're uh, they've, they've uh, got a win already against University earlier in the year, but they're going to have their work cut out against uh, West. Especially, I know they've lost Jade Porter this week, but especially if they roll out the likes of Ryan Walker, Nathan Hinton, and Colin Clark again. Yeah, I think West's going to be too strong. Um, like I said, those, you just speak to those, those names you just read out there. Even if you don't have the freak in your side, they're going to be too strong, I think. Yeah, so long as they don't do something silly like pick Dave Dryden in the halves or anything, that should be all right, I think. Oh, that, that's right. Put him in the front row and just let him keep on doing his thing. Yeah, keep yeah. him off the mic, so. Yeah, mate, I think it'll be a high-scoring one, that one. We've seen that with, with uh, West game last week against Dudley. It was 44-26, I think. So I think it'll be a high-scoring one, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up something like 50-22 to 22 or 50-28. to 28. It'll be uh, plenty of points on offer out at Bower Oval. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, another good one to get down to. This next one's three probably... Yeah, yeah, 3 o'clock, exactly right, mate. The next one's a pretty interesting clash. Northern Lakes, uh, they didn't play last week, as we said. They come up against Thornton, Beresfield, down at Gumbaya Oval at uh, Doyleson North. Uh, a fair road trip for Paddy Robards and his boys. They've shown that they're a fairly social crew, the Bears. Uh, they'll be, they'll uh, undoubtedly be loading up the bus, I would have thought, for this one down to uh, Doyleson North. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I really like Barrow this year. Um, I think they, I reckon they'll get the biggies this weekend. And I um, know, oh I reckon they could be they could push for a um, premiership this year. I really like some of the names in that Southern Beresford side. So, yeah, let's go with Darrow. Yeah, the Smokies, you reckon? Look, I, Yeah, yeah, I just reckon they could surprise a few people. Um, I know, really, yeah, like I said, like a few names in that side. So, yep. I'm going to go Darrow. Excellent. Uh, Northern Lakes, I don't think they've hit their gear yet. And if they if they get the clearance finalised at some point in the next couple of weeks for Cade Snowden, I think he could make a real impact to their side. But... Uh, I don't think he'll be playing this weekend. If he was, I'd lean to them uh, with the long road trip. But I'm going to go Thornton again. You know, I think it's going to be a theme for me in a lot of these games. A high scoring, but a close one, this one. I think it might be something like maybe 32-28 to Thornton-Beresfield, this one. 32-28, right, eh? That's, yeah. um, that's a pretty precise draw. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'd, I'd like to throw them out there. And uh, 
Uh, I, I will clarify too as we go through the lower grades. I, I haven't got my refereeing appointment yet, so uh, if I put my tips in, uh, we'll, we'll just uh, take them as red um, before. Well, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go pretty rogue here. I'm going to say Barrow twenty-four nil. Twenty-four nil. Wow. Okay. And a shut, a you, shut. You, will remember, you will remember my name when you read, when the score comes up. Yeah. So I, unfortunately, I don't think sports bets offering exact scores or uh, even odds on these, mate. Uh, might need to get onto that. We're working with um, a bookie at the moment to try and at least get some premiership odds later in the year for yeah, some of these competitions, which would be really good. Um, so there's they a new... could, could they could work out well, or it could end bad. So <laughs> we, um, as long as the players stay out of the market, that'd be alright. Oh, look, I've got no problem with them as long as they're backing their own team. Uh, don't want to back in the yeah, other team. Final game of the round, mate, sees Fingal Bay Bombies. They host Dora Creek. They come up to A grade and uh, not much of a tougher assignment. At least it is at home for them up at picturesque Fingal Bay Oval. Now, again, another a solid road trip here, mate. Uh, you'd be a brave man to tip against the Swampies. But, uh, look, the Bombies will, will put up a red-hot fight here. But uh, I think the Swampies, you know, you'd probably be on the Swampies 13+. plus. Is this going to be a 2018 grand final replay? Uh, it could be. Uh, 2018? No, I don't think the 2018 was... Shortland, Shortland won the competition in 2018. Maybe 2017, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't go back that far. Yeah. I think Dora, uh, Swampies won it, obviously, last year. Um, the year before was Shorty beating Stockton in, a, in an absolute landslide. The year before that, Fingal did win it, but I don't know who they beat. So I'm going to go Fingal Bay for an upset. Yeah, Fingal Bay for an upset. That would be a uh, fair boil over coming up from uh, the uh, second grade or the B grade competition. Uh, mate, uh, for them to get the job done, and I do apologise that I'm stalling. I'm just trying to do the old Google A and uh, see if I can find the 2017 Grand Final. No, 2017 was Fingal Bay defeated uh, Shortland Devils, but Dora Creek were the minor premiers that year. So um, two sides yep. that were you know, the two sides have been in A grade for a few years now. Uh, but yeah, certainly two of the recent premiers, those two. So it'll be a good game. But yeah, I'm going to go with Dora to win by a couple of tries there. So that yeah, uh, right. Well, Close one, 12-10. 12-10. All right, I'll go 34-20. Righto, righto. We're going scores now. I like this. This is getting real detailed. Into the B-grade competition, mate. Uh, It is only six teams now after the restructuring of the competition, but there was four games last week prior to that. As we said, Western Suburbs, 44, defeated Dudley, 26. The Waratah Mayfield Cheaters, 30, defeated Aberglass and Ants, 20. Uh, Malabula with a runaway win, 54-12 up there at the Tillagheri Peninsula over Maitland United. And the Bombies, they had a 40-10 win out at Walls End Maryland, a Walls End Maryland side that was decimated by injuries. And one of the more gruesome things I've seen, mate, I caught the first half before I headed over to referee the Ducks. A player came off with a split to his head, straight down the middle of the forehead, he ended up with a zipper of 10 stitches after the fact, which um, he was a front rower with no hair, so he, he's, no, he's no worse for wear. Yeah, Jesus Christ, not a very good look. Look like me. Mate, he, he almost, almost made you look good. Oh, God. That's um, a very hard job. Yeah, mate. He, he still didn't make me look good, which is, you know, that's you know that's nigh on impossible. But anyway, this week <laughs> this weekend, mate, we see Maitland United will host Aberglassen at 3 o'clock. Uh, now, it's scheduled on, on the draw at Coronation Oval. I believe it might be moved to King Edward Park, um, which the Ants boys will be much happier for because that's like playing on velvet versus playing on cement. Yeah, right. Is that what it's called? King Edward Park. Yeah, King, King Edward Park at East Maitland there, a.k.a. Henny Penny Stadium, mate. The oh, Wafts. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was talking about King Edward Park. I think you mean the top of town. It's just on the, hill, on the hill there. Yeah, they're playing the slope. Get, 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 get the old cardboard out and slide down the hill. That would be um, great. Mate, if, you, if, you win the, if you win the toss, you're running uphill in the first half, surely. 
running that, yeah, absolutely. Come down the second half, roll down the second half. Your, your kicking game, your kicking game would have to be pretty precise though, because it'd run away pretty quickly. Anyway, we're well off topic, mate. Uh, who do you like here? Maitland United. You know, they started out in A grade, they've dropped down. I believe they're working on getting some more players into their side. They got an absolute beating last week up at Malibula. Uh, the poor guys have had a tough start of the year. They have had a tough start. Um, look, I know I'm, I'm a bit of a fan when teams get dropped down and then they uh, fire up a bit. So I reckon they might um, be up for a bit of an upset. Well, not a really an upset, but they reckon they'll get the victory this week. Yeah, right. I think I'm going to have to go with my man, Mick Akers. He, uh, I haven't had much opportunity to tip him. The uh, C-grade losing grand finalist from 2019. Uh, they did get their, their first win a couple of weeks ago in a close one over Dudley, and, and they're sitting now fourth on the table in this six-team comp. But uh, I think they'll get the job. It's fourth versus fifth, and I think they'll get the job done against Maitland United. Uh, the final match of the round, and this one's the Bar TV game, mate, and uh, it's going to see... Uh, Two fan favourites of uh, the League Castle podcast. Terry Collins up against Tim Christie. Uh, Dudley Magpies hosting the Waratah Mayfield Cheaters. Three o'clock out at John Balcom Oval at Dudley there. Uh, mate, there's not many more uh, places on a sunny Saturday that you'd like to be, but uh, I know you'll be up at Curry watching Souths, but who do you like here? Is it going to be the Magpies to uh, chalk their first win of the season or will the Cheaters continue their undefeated run? I'll tell you what, that's a great game of footy for her afternoon. Um, I reckon it's going to be a bit of a crowd there. Hopefully below the 500 um, people at the ground. And, um, geez, if I wasn't out with Curry, that'd be, um, that'd be all right down to sink some pennies on the hill and watch a great game of footy. Uh, I think I'm, I'm going to go with Waratah. New South, ex-South boys over there. Um, I don't know, maybe 30-20. to 20. Same again as the score last week, was it? 30-20. That, that was the Waratah score last week, mate, yeah. So... Look, I'm, I'm going to go with Dudley to, to break their duck. And, you know, I, I like seeing a, you know, an undefeated team, you know, have their run brought down and even out the table a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to go with Dudley to uh, get the upset win here. And, um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll back our mate, uh, I think, Reese Haynes over there at Waratah. I'm going to back him for the first try scorer, but Dudley to win. Uh, 28-24. 28-24, right? Um, what price do you reckon you get about Reese Haynes as a first try scorer? Oh, mate. I would, um, Write your own ticket, wouldn't it? I, I tell you what, he's good for an assist, old Reese Haynes, but um, to score tries, I don't think I've ever seen him score a try. I've seen him I've seen him in some blues, and they're not very pretty. So, um, <laughs> if he doesn't score the first try, he'll be, be there to start the first fight, and he'll run away in the opposite direction. Yeah, right. There you go. There's, there's the inside tip on, on Reese Haynes. Yeah, okay. Uh, we might we might leave him well enough alone now because I don't want because I'm probably about the only bloke he might be able to beat in a fight. Um, a good man, old Reese Hank. He, he, he is, mate. He's given he's given me some plenty of constructive criticism on my refereeing over the years, which is always <laughs> always appreciated. So uh, next up, mate, we uh, have the C grade competition, and we'll leave your uh, your favourite uh, Newcastle and Hunter side the last, mate. But uh, we had uh, Dungog had a win over Raymond Terrace, 24 points to 12. Swansea in their first game up in C grade got a win over Morissette. Mate, Morissette, there's, there's an interesting one. They've only they've lost every game so far, but they've, they're only down. Their points difference is only minus 20 after three losses. So three close losses. Yeah, um, so, yeah, 14-12, they went down. And Tall Timbers, they chalked <laughs> their first win of the season, 24 points to 20 over the Stroud Raiders. Uh, and, uh, yeah, as we said, the Ducks, mate, 28-20. They went down to Budgie where their first loss of the season. It was an absolute cracking game. Those two sides will be uh, certainly well and truly around the mark when the whips are cracking, yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely. They'll be up to be up there. 
Yeah, the Ducks rested a few boys, as did Budgie. I think they both had probably three or four of their best five players rested. Um, and the Ducks also, outside of those top five players, rested Jake Lawrence. Yeah, Jake, yeah, Jake Lawrence didn't play on the weekend, did he? No, nah, apparently, apparently he had a date with a bloke named Brendan. That's what I'm told, so... Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, not only is it a bloke, but that's pretty low standards. Where was my invite, Brendan? Yeah, I don't know, mate. You might have to talk to him, mate. He's, he's, you know, I think he's on the lookout for a club, mate. He might take your spot at Souths. Well, he can if he wants. Yeah, exactly, mate. Uh, he'd be a good addition back at the uh, Lions then, mate. But anyway, we'll jump into round five fixtures and, and this competition untouched by the uh, restructure change. And we'll start uh, the first three games all at three o'clock. We've got the Dungog Warriors hosting the Tall Timbers, Timber Cutters. Mate, that's a fair road trip, a rimba to Dungog for three o'clock on a Saturday at Bennett Park. I couldn't think of anything worse, really. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long trip. A game of footy. Um, It'll be a longer trip home if you lose. Oh, that's right. But uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Dungog there. Just um, I don't know, close to home. Just a bit of a drive. Yeah, definitely Dungog. It's uh, surely a bus. Eh? What's that? Bus trip. Surely. surely. You think so? You, you would. You would think so. And um, mate, I think they go back and they'll celebrate well into the night at Tall Timbers Hotel if they get the win. It's a tough, tough trip up to uh, Dungog, but I certainly think that it will be. A um, you know, tall timbers might make it worth the effort. I'm going to go tall timbers to get the win. Twenty four sixteen. Twenty four sixteen, right? Eh? That'd be that's um. No, but I'm going to go twenty four sixteen, but the other way around. Yeah, beautiful. Next one up, we've got down at Gibson Oval at Morissette. Another fair trip. Morissette hosting Stroud. Uh, mate, I've been really impressed with what I've seen from Morissette. As I said, they've lost three tight games. I think it's time for them to break their duck, and I think they'll get this done. Uh, Eighteen points to fourteen. I'm going to go. This, I'm going to back you up on that one. They're, like you said, some tough losses, close losses, but surely they do for a two for a win, definitely. Lovely, mate. Next up, we've got uh, the Budgeoy Bulldogs hosting Raymond Terrace, mate. Another, there's road trips everywhere here, uh, down at Halakalani Oval uh, on the outskirts of Budgeoy itself. Uh, after seeing what Budgeoy turned out with last week, and the fact that I'm, you know, hearing the whisper that they'll welcome back a couple more players this week. Uh, I think Brooke Roach and his boys are going to have a forlorn trip home, and I think it'll be Budgie to win this one, 36-10. I reckon they're going to win convincingly as well. I'm going to go 28-0. 28-0. You love a clean sheet. Mate, the yeah, final yeah. one, and this is where your expertise is going to come to the fore. The Hamilton Ducks host the Swansea Swans. These two were battling all the way through in the Southern Pool last year. Swansea narrowly missed out on the grand final. Uh, Swansea now up in the C-grade competition. Hamilton, two wins and a loss, sit third. Swansea undefeated with those points they carried up, sit second. Opportunity, if Budgie do slip up for one of these teams to nab top spot on the ladder, are the Ducks going to bounce back from their loss last week? This is the first edition of the Bird Cup, is it? Swansea's Ducks. The Ducks are qualified as a bird, I think. Yeah, it's right. a, yeah we, we call it the, wa- the, the waterfowl warfare, I think. Yeah, so well, that's 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 great. I was going to call it the bird cage, but that's um that's West, isn't it? So we'll, yeah, we won't talk West there. But now I'm going to go the Hamilton Ducks. They've got all their boys back. Um, yeah, you're going to be too strong, I think. They're going to win the comp, aren't they? The Ducks are going to win the comp. Favorite thing. How yeah. good are they? Mate, I'm so, I'm I'm waiting waiting to hear you know that you, you try and weasel your way into you know some sort of role over there once you come back or you know water boy something. Yeah, uh, maybe. 
maybe Meriwether Storm first, but that's a different story. Yeah, well, mate, uh, I was talking about this season, but Meriwether Storm might come back yet. That'd be great for the local footy. Uh, mate, the Ducks, it is 4 o'clock kickoff too. I don't know if I mentioned that at Learmonth, uh, but I think I think the Ducks will get it done. I think this will be a, uh, a pretty impressive encounter. I think it'll be quite similar to their game against Morris the other week. And I'm going to go Hamilton to win 14 points to 12. What's a tight one? I'm going to go 20 to 10, the Ducks. 20 to 10, the Ducks, right. So with both of us on them, that'll surely stop them, mate. Yeah, that's good, exactly. And we'll wrap up, mate, the D grade, and then I'll let you get out of here because I know you've got a podcast of your own to record, uh, which I'll be joining you on later with the illustrious uh, man from the Daily Blue News, Josh Nielsen. The D grade results... Sorry, mate. That should be a good laugh. I um, I wish I could say I was going out of the date with a nice young female, but it's actually recording a podcast with you two ugly heads, so... And that's it's second second best option, but it'll mate, still it, be a good luck. It'll be the ugliest three-way of all time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mate, the D grade from last week, there were some big results. 38 to nil, Kersley defeated Wanji. Shortland, 48, defeated Lampton, New Lampton. Rats and Dogs, 48 to 12, as I said. And the final game, mate, your former club, the Katara Bears, they chalked up another win, 28 points to 16. So that sees them sit uh, up in the top three there in a six-team comp over Glendale. Uh, some interesting ones this weekend, and uh, first up is it's a bit of a, a local derby. Two clubs, uh, one from one from the West Feeder region, one from the South Feeder region. Um, Glendale hosting Lambton New Lambton. Funnily enough, Lambton New Lambton feed into South because they're affiliated to Waratah at the moment. That's an interesting one. Uh, at Bower Oval as the curtain raiser to uh, Glendale versus West in the A grade, mate. Yeah, well that's it. Um, what do they call the rats and dogs? Are they? Yeah, the, the, it's either dogs and rats or rats and dogs. Well, um, for the ordinary name, I'm going to go with Glendale. Um, and I hope they put 50 on them, and then I hope they change their name next week because that was disgraceful. Right, I think it's actually, I think it's an old school traditional name. The team was called that way back in the day because they were, you know, scrappers or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what the story was, but yeah, that's what I've been led to believe. And uh, look, mate, this ladder is absolutely neck and neck. You've got three teams on four points, Lampton on three, Glendale on two. So mate, it's tighter than the Newcastle Rugby League ladder. I'm going to go the. Dogs and Rats, just because of their outlandish name, to get it done. And I'm going to say they're going to win it uh, 34-30. Well, I'm going the opposite. I'm going to say 34-10. Beautiful. Next up, mate, uh, 3 o'clock up at Kersley Crushers Rugby League. Jeffrey Park uh, on the picturesque outskirts of outskirts of Cessnock. The Crushers take on Shortland. Two sides coming off big wins last week, both with uh, four competition points their name. Uh, this one, uh, I believe they both dropped their, their games to Swansea in the games that they've lost. So this will be an interesting one, mate. And um, actually, no, Shortland actually lost. These guys played in round one and Shortland actually lost to Kersley looking back through the results. So I'm going to go Kersley to back it up again. Uh, Kersley to win 36-24. And uh, Blake Moroney, former Dora Creek Swampy, to be the star for the Crushers. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on that one, definitely. And, mate, I don't think I even need to ask you about this one. It is your beloved Katara Bears, one of your many beloved clubs, pretty much anyone with any feeder to Souths, if they're, you know, as long as they're not playing against each other. Katara hosts the cellar-dwelling uh, Wanji Warriors. Wanji picked up a draw in the first round, but haven't had much luck since, and I think Katara will win this one 38 points to eight. I do think Katara will win, but I don't know where this beloved Katara Bears... I know I played a couple of years of juniors there, but... Um, <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know about this loving affair with Katara so much, but um, I will. I will pick Katara this week. Mate, I, I thought you loved any jersey you'd ever wore. It's why your friends still with all the referees and thinking about your comeback. 
I only love my Indigenous All Star jersey, Chris. That's my favourite jersey. So, uh, mate. Yeah. so you don't love your, <laughs> don't, love, don't love the red V. What a G up me getting one of them. Bloody hell! They yeah. give it to anyone. Mate, they would, mate. I was going to say, was there only you know only seventeen eligible, and they had to pick an eighteen man squad. Well, funny that I think it is. No, nine and number nineteen. It was the thing. It was twenty-two oh, men. It's a miracle how I even got to start. But mate, I've that's all right. Take that's take what you can get. I know you're a man who's very proud of his Indigenous heritage, so you take what you can get and would have represented well. Yeah, and absolutely. I was going to say thrown well above your weight, but you know, the, the size you are, mate, that might be hard. Oh, yeah, probably have to weigh it down. <laughs> no, mate. Well, that brings us to a close, mate. I appreciate your time. Um, yeah, make sure for anyone listening in, you do check out what's new in the Castle Dance podcast. There will be some absolute NRL drivel between three Nuffies this evening, and, and Dan will have that up either later tonight or tomorrow as well. So plenty of podcasting for you to listen to. Uh, and, of course, uh, as we said, we will be joining Josh Nielsen from, uh, if you're not already following uh, Daily Blue News, then, uh, mate, it makes the Batuta Advocate look uh, dry and dull. So get amongst it. Uh, mate, thank you for your time. As always, we love having you on the show. It's a couple of times already this year and, and a couple of times previously. Uh, mate, uh, keep doing what you're doing and uh, we'll hopefully catch you around at the footy shortly. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, mate. Good to, good to be on here. I'll catch you soon. Bye. See you, mate. That was, of course, South Newcastle Lions player Dan Nielsen. He is taking a bit of a break from playing. Make sure, as I said, to check out his podcast, What's New in the Castle. Also, of course, check out our social media, League Castle AU on Instagram and Twitter, League Castle AUS on Facebook. Uh, if you've got any emails for us, you want to give us some feedback, suggestions of people on the show, you can always reach out to, out to us via DMs on all those platforms or email us at leadcastleau at gmail.com. Uh, I look forward to catching you all around locally at the footy. Make sure you get down and support your local club this weekend. Again, a thanks to our great friends at Newey Threads who do a wonderful job supporting us and allowing us to get this podcast out to you. Almost every week at the moment, we're well and truly deep into this season. I think this is episode 23, and it's been great to uh, continue the run, and we look forward to doing so for another 10 or so weeks as the season continues deep into the calendar year. Uh, Make sure to jump onto your podcast provider and give us a rating and a review and share this with someone else, whether you like them, whether you don't. If you don't like our show, make them suffer through it as well. If you love us, then tell everyone. Shout it from the rooftops and give us some reviews. So we appreciate it, and I will catch everyone next week. Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be a try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Newcastle. Newcastle Hunters home rugby league.